Thank you for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com, the only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. Thank you. Remind yeah. me of that I'm old now. Fabian, <laughs> how you doing? Doing great. Good. I was going to play the whole thing, but I figured it was like three minutes, so we'll have to break in later <laughs> and do it. Okay. But uh, you doing? Okay. Hey, Fabian. Yeah. One, two, three. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. you. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to <laughs> you. <laughs> Happy birthday, dear David. Dear David. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. This is what happens when we get old, people. (laughs) I wouldn't synchronize with that. It was like the delay. Happy birthday, happy birthday. (laughs) Yeah. made a good video. The mix minus wasn't right. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, okay we got it so david why don't you um tell us uh about our guests a little bit before they call in oh can i just not let it be a surprise no actually our no, guests tonight are <laughs> <laughs> travis hartford and jeff atwood from locating the lost and grim paranormal and tonight, I'd like to actually kind of dedicate part of the show strictly to locating the lost. Okay. It's, wow. a, it's a group, and I think they do a lot of really good work, really important stuff for people who really do need some answers. Yep, that's really good. Yep. And, yeah, it's yep. not, not just for the living, but for those that have been missing, those that have been lost, mm-hmm. people that just haven't gotten any kind of closure. And that's a right. big part of, or the whole part of what this group does. A lot of it, anyway. But right. I'll let Travis and Jeff kind of explain more once they get on. Okay, that would be a good. <clears throat> but it sounds like a really good. I'm, I'm curious, very curious about it. You know, just because right. I'm very interested in stuff like that. You know that, especially with history, yes. even with history, with historic things, finding out that. You know what I mean? It, it just, it's cool, disturbing, but cool. <laughs> yeah. You know, David. David, how did you find out about him? I have known Travis for a while now. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, working with his brother Toby on a couple of different ventures up here through uh, paranormal groups. Nice. Uh, through Parafest Maine, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which hopefully we can get Travis to <clears throat> drop some hints on later in the show as to possible guests and uh, lecture speakers this year. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Very cool. But, yeah, I've known him for roughly seven years. Okay, that's a long time. That's good. Very good. That's that's pretty cool. You know? So what would you do for so, your birthday, David? <laughs> uh, watched it snow this morning. I know. Yes, I did. I uh, what did we get, about eight inches? 
Yeah, and all I got was some kind of snow chunks. They come down. <laughs> they're, they're, it, it's raining, and all of a sudden I go and I go over by the door, and there's these snow frisbees. <laughs> they were big, just chunks of like snow. It was a. I made a video of it. It was really crazy, and then it stopped, and rained again. Yeah, we got little tiny flurries. Little uh, people. Well. And if you guys want to come up and partake in our next storm, we're supposed to get anywhere from 6 to 12 inches in the next storm. No. Hey, did you guys, I tagged in the, uh, the thing with, uh, with the, um, the radio signals that were the longest, the oldest, or the longest distance in radio signals they got, they picked up from like, what is it? I forget how much it was. What was it? Um, uh, billion, six billion miles. Or, I don't, I don't know, I don't know space miles. I don't even know what to call that. But the longest <laughs> ra- radio signals. Well, I'll tell you one thing: it's not. It's not a parsec because that's a measurement of time. Right. Yeah. So when ah, Han Solo said yeah. that the Millennium Falcon, or no, a parsec <laughs> is a is a measurement of, of distance, not time. <laughs> right. So yes. and that was proven so that they could say that Han Solo was wrong. He didn't know what he was talking about. Oh. You can't run. You can't make the Kessel run in eight parsecs because a parsec is distance, not time. Okay. And sorry, sorry, Star Wars fans, but uh, <clears throat> look, I'm like, I have no idea. What you're about. <laughs> well, light years are measured in eighty-six thousand miles per second, right? It's, it's like one hundred eighty-six thousand miles per second. Is that the speed of light? Uh, uh, how long it takes light to I travel in a year? Still I, can't say we, I still say we don't really have any clue of anything. We're just getting nope. there. So every time science learns something, it learns something else. And so we are on the cusp of something. Oh, I know. Our, uh, our textbooks like, are completely useless now. From when we no, were you're kids. right. You're absolutely from right. From when we were that. kids. Yeah. Oh, hell when, yeah. When yeah, you, yeah. all three of us were in yep. high yep. school, whatever, what have you. Wait, uh, you guys went absolutely. to high school? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I went to the bowling alley. Oh, cool. <laughs> I made it a whole three, wait, I made it a whole three years in high school. You know? Well, uh, I went for years too, and I did the work program and got a GED in 87. Yeah. Yep. But I did well, graduate yeah. with a GED. I, yeah, I, I, went I to did. college for two years. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, good. That's really good. Not, I went yeah. and got, I became an animal <laughs> specialist. <laughs> I go. learned, I learned, let's see, this was back in the day. So I got to learn who the best people were at the Kmart diner to get the best food for lunch. And then I could go over and play pool and do some bowling on my own, knew how much money it was going to cost. Do you mean the days where you could walk off the school grounds, right? Like we all had. No, 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 no. We weren't allowed. We what? weren't allowed. They had, yeah, what? no. No, we weren't allowed because other people messed it up. People like me in school before me. Wait a minute, seriously? You weren't, yeah. wait, baby, you were allowed off school grounds, right? Um, During lunchtime and whatnot? Or maybe no. not because you guys weren't in the city. I was in no, the city. I, so. No, I was. Actually, I, okay. I went to high school. I was at Nimitz High School in Irving, Texas. So that's we Dallas. Used all, we used to all go to Green Shacks. So there's this, like, a little store down the street to get uh, snacks no. after lunch. No, oh, we wow. We could. Technically, we could. Yeah. But I just never did because I always okay. stayed behind somehow, and I had to catch yeah, up. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, the yeah. year before I got into high school, they closed the lunch period, so you weren't allowed to leave. Oh yeah. Wow. Because That's too wild. many people did what I did, and they just walk out and go do their own thing. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, there, was a, there was a hole in the fence. You know how you walk around the tra- track for gin, and there was like a hole in the fence. So me and my girlfriend Annie, we'd walk around the track. And go to the whole fence and leave, and then come back and walk around the other way before the period was over. I didn't say that. Okay. <laughs> no, nope, we didn't hear nothing. We didn't hear nothing. Didn't hear nothing. Yeah, yeah, nothing. We, we were still there, you know, just yeah. on time and all. Yeah. Just, uh, oh, you were you were a perfect little angel when you were in high school. Oh, oh yeah. I was there. I I, I checked <laughs> into my no, first period no, class. No, I was I didn't bother nobody. <laughs> And then I went to my second period class, and then I didn't like anybody else, so I decided to start leaving. Okay. So you're, you're a sweetheart anyway. Yeah. yeah. You're awesome. Yep. Aww. And I don't I, care I what David says about you. <laughs> oh. oh, the lobster has spoken. <laughs> yes, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Little, hands, little big hands with little claws. <laughs> 
<laughs> just wait till I cook some Chinese food. Then I will be a wok lobster. Walk, a wok oh, there it is. Ow. Chicken attack. <laughs> oh, my God. What time is it? Okay. What, uh, we've been on for 10 minutes already. Have we really? Oh, there's yeah, the timer. Minutes. Did you hear time that? Time to get the paranormal group out of the oven. <laughs> yep. Okay, well, I guess if we're ready and if Travis and Jeff are kind of kicking out there somewhere. Maybe. Well, I kind of set them up at a, yeah. at a 8.15 time. Oh, they that's could just call in. They could just call in. Yeah, yeah they can call whenever. Yeah, whenever they But no, I'll call go ahead in. and tell you. I was checking out their stuff, man. It's pretty interesting. It really is. Yeah. It, um, it sounds interesting. Yeah. They're working on cases of people that are missing, and I think it's awesome. <coughs> and they're trying to help. They're trying to help pe- people have closure, families have closure. Right. And they're they're letting them tell their story. And exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Ground, ground, put yep, ground. Let me say the wrong word. Put on the groundwork. Okay. We have callers on the line. Hello. All righty. Hello. 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 Hey there. This is Jeff. Jeff. Hello. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ooh, feedback. Uh oh, we got a mix <laughs> minus issue. No, I'm just kidding. Hello, Jeff. Hello, Travis. Hello. Hey guys. Welcome Hi, to hey, the show. Hey, how you doing, Travis? I'm doing well, Dave. Thanks for the invite. Oh, yeah, well, not a problem. Not a problem. Yes, I I do really appreciate it. Uh, once they brought me into the show and we were talking. I wanted to start getting maybe some crews in to start talking to them, and the first one that I thought about actually was you and locating the lost. Yes, and it's very interesting if you would like to like elaborate a lot on what you do, like about the about locating the lost. It would be great. Uh, yeah, um, we started locating lost about three years ago now. We're on our we just finished our third season, right, Jeff? Yep. Unofficially, we had someone uh, cancel <laughs> last minute, so. We decided to start season four. Oh, okay. That's great. That's good. <laughs> now, so anyway, what so, is the so it actually, mission and the mission? So it started out actually as we're trying to build a uh, YouTube channel using a psychic medium and us trying to right. search for missing people, try to provide tips and, and maybe get direction that way. But the psychic medium right. is kind of, further away from us than really worked out to do anything with. So we end up changing it to a podcast and Jeff and I have been doing that since really, we, we like oh, to be okay. advocates okay. for the missing and the unsolved, try to help maybe cause some pressure and give a voice to those people that are still needing answers. Oh, that's exactly. fantastic. I think that is really, now, really good. So what how far across? Okay. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to wait. <laughs> well, this interests me, so don't mind me. I just had to ask the question. What what techniques do you use for um find like, to help to help with the a grief and the the like case itself? Um, well, I research the cases a lot of times. I'm in a lot of um, different missing people groups on Facebook and unsolved murder groups on Facebook. So I'll see a family member post something about, you know, a missing relative. And I offer them to come on our podcast for an interview and they share the story of the missing person. Um, we help create posters when someone goes, especially here in Maine, when someone goes missing, oh, we yeah. jump in and, and create posters. I'm sure you've kind of seen them on Facebook. It's the red-white posters yep. that's missing across the top. Yep. That's kind of the format that yep. we use. Uh, we help direct the family members. Like, I'll, I'll tell a quick story. This this lady had been missing her sister for 15 years from Ellsworth. So the very first thing I asked was, is there an actual missing person on her? And the lady said, no, I, we never actually filed anything. But her husband said that she changed her name and moved out of state. Oh, which wow. kind of sounds strange, she had, right? She had, some, she had some kids. Yeah, yeah that's like yeah, a red flag. That, that sounds very strange. And especially if her somebody son knows had, you changed her name and moved out of state, right? Because right, people right. wouldn't and, know if you did that. You know what I mean? Yeah, go ahead. All right. 
So her son had just graduated high school like a week or two before she had disappeared. So the family always thought there was something wrong with that story, um, but they never actually filed a missing person uh, case with the the Ellsworth Police Department. So it suggests that they contact Ellsworth PD, and then we'd start on our end and and try to look, see if we can help locate her or uh, share it on Facebook. So we began sharing the story on Facebook. Next thing you know, I've got Ellsworth PD calling me, asking me, who's this missing person? I don't, we don't have a record of them. I was like, oh, well, I, oh, wow. I, I suggested that she contact you guys and, and create a case so that she can get the ball rolling. Um, but long right. story short, the sister was still alive. She was living in North Dakota, had changed her name, had a whole new family, never told her new family about her past family or her hus- ex-husband and her son. So I guess people do it, wow. but that's very rare. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. That, it is. Especially if somebody knows, especially so, yeah. if somebody kind of knows it, you know? Usually if you're going to change your name, you're out of there. You know what I mean? You don't want nobody to know who you are, you know, yeah. something like that. Right. But that's, that, wow. Wow, but at least you knew. You found it, right? I mean, they, 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 you found where she was, or they did, or the cops did, or whichever, right? Well, I had found her online and had actually oh, screenshot her picture off Facebook and sent it to the sister, but... Uh, she wasn't oh, sure good, if that was good. her or not, and then the police actually verified that uh-huh. that was her. See, cool. you're good. That's real good. That's good work. Yep, I see, and that would seriously. yeah, that would lead into my my next question: How far does locating the lost reach? Like from California to Maine, do you go out of the country for the other two U.S. states, or is it just all continental? Yeah, I'll let Jeff answer this. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, it's it's it started out just being in Maine. Um, that was sort of the original intent because there's plenty there's plenty of missing people in Maine, and we honestly didn't consider it getting uh, as far as it has. Honestly, uh, it was mostly yeah, just an advocacy sort advocacy advocacy sort of uh, deal, right? Just trying to get stories of okay. missing people out there and hearing from the families. Um, but the more we got into it, we actually started getting requests from other people about, uh, you know, wanting to share their family stories. I think the first one outside of Maine was actually in Canada. Um, mm-hmm. So we we wow. uh, we did that story, and we've had people from uh, like Arizona um, reach out to us. Actually, what that was a, sort of a, a family member of mine, distantly. It's kind of a long story, but um, right. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, any, at this point, anyone that, that wants to reach out to us and, and give their, their, their side of the story about their family, their, their missing or, uh, family members or whatnot, or anyone close to the case, because we don't only bring in family, but that's who we prefer. You know, we want the, the, the family member's side of it, because uh, right, you know, there, there's, yep, you know. there's a lot more emotion mm-hmm. in that. And it's, right, it's a lot more closer closer to the story. And, and hearing their perspective about what they think uh, – is or is not happening that should be happening for their, their loved one's sake. You know, if the cops doesn't, don't seem like they're giving any updates or, or that sort of thing. And that yep. sort of helps add pressure to, to the story as well. So, yep. so you know, you know uh, might get you the cops it. to do something. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Yeah, We've yeah, actually well, done. Yeah. They're only, do the job. Yeah. Sometimes you have to do the job for them. You know what I yeah, mean? In order absolutely. to give them that push, right? David, right? <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. We've uh, so very we've had three cases in Canada and then one in Mexico recently. And then uh, oh, wow. one thing I want to talk, talk about was we had a police officer, a detective from Illinois, reach out to us. And she wanted us Fantastic. to look into this case mm-hmm. that happened back in the 80s. And the very first thing I think I asked her was, how the heck did you find us? She's like, oh, I've, I've seen you guys okay. online and, and wow. like what you do. So. Uh, maybe you guys could help drum up some interest in this case. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. She was looking for the, uh, like, different avenues because they were at, like, a deadlock with that case. And, like, we, we needed to try something new here. So she was trying to reach out to different podcasts. Like, it was, it was pretty cool to see a cop where, you know, sort of changing with the times. Where about in Illinois? Oh, wow, that's cool. Uh, what, David? Dave, have to... I was going to say, whereabouts in Illinois? Because I used to live, that's where I grew up. Um, so give me a second, I can pull the case up. I actually meant to pull up our, our channel here and have all these cases right here right. handy, but <laughs> if you want to ask the next question, I can yeah. get that information for you. 
No, I've been checking out time. your channel, man. Y'all got some pretty cool yeah. stuff on there. Really interesting. Looks like you're really trying to help people out, and I think that's spot on. Great job, guys. Okay. Well, so while Travis is looking, Jeff, um, without having, like, psychic assistance on this, it's all basically boots on the ground, human intervention and investigation, and a right? a lot of investigating into, her, like you said, you found the picture. So you wanted to number and send it over there, and then, then uh, you know, they confirmed it was her. So that's a lot of groundwork. That really is. Right? Yeah, so I'm just going to pop everyone's bubble here. We, uh, I've, I've got a full-time job, and, and we've got kids, and um, it's oh, hard okay, to spend right, a lot yeah. of time doing this. I, I try to as much as possible, but honestly, we, I uh-huh. think we maybe took a shortcut by having the relatives come on and be interviewed because it is a lot of That's work. fantastic. We do our best to try to, uh-huh. to look into these cases, but we're also – we were at a point at one point where we we're trying to do like a case every two weeks to get a new case out. Um, so a lot of it is surface level investigation. Um, there are a few cases, right. particularly here in Maine, that we've dug deeper into. Um, but when it's yeah, there's you know, a someone out of state, really. Right. That's actually pretty cool, though. I mean, like, I don't know. I'm I'm into all of this, like especially with cases and stuff like that. Like, I'm good at it when it comes to figuring shit out, right, David and Fabian? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. Right. Yeah, you are. Very good. <laughs> All right, and uh, I've got some assistance on, on the spirit side to help, but otherwise than that, which is really true, seriously. Like, right, guys? Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, Walter definitely helps you out yep. a lot of things, yeah. Especially in a, in a, you know, a situation where there's something funky going on. Yeah, yep. Guys, I, I want to um, ask you a question. What 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 do y'all consider the most important resource that can be brought to y'all to help y'all get the, the grounding to start being able to to try to get answers and solving a case or trying to? The most important resources, uh, really, it's just drumming up tips. You know, getting people to talk. Um, I think we've done a good job with that with some of these cases in Maine that are older and not a lot of people talking about. So we have covered them, um, and it does get people talking. We have a pretty active Facebook page as well. We have over 9,000 people that follow us on Facebook, where we also try that's to good. Wow, that's good. post anytime, like immediately when someone goes missing. We've had so many people just in the last year reach out to us when they can't find their daughter that's been missing for six, seven hours, and oh, yeah. they reach out to us. We, mm-hmm. we share the poster. You know, We create a poster, we share it, and then all of a sudden the daughter's found. Uh, I think we're up to about 10 or 11 people now that we've helped find that way. That's, That's fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic, guys. Awesome. I like it. Uh, and now what and about just, you? Just to go back. Oh, yeah, go ahead, Jeff. Okay. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, go yeah so uh, go just to go back to the, uh, the person that, uh, that was missing there. It was Bonnie Ray Kelly and Roland uh, Stoversky uh, from um, Aurora, Illinois. Okay. Okay. Is that anywhere where you uh, grew up? Anywhere near? Uh, that's David. like pretty. That's closer to Chicago, and I was like mid-state, closer to Missouri. Wow. I was like four hours away. I don't know if I remember hearing about that when when it happened. I might have been too I'll young. Give you the link so you can listen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. I'll check it out after the, after the show tonight. It's always really, it's really a good thing. Like, I'm serious. Like, when it when it comes to helping people, that's like the best. That it really is. I didn't know if you incorporate. Now you got a paranormal group and you balance the locating the lost. So locating the lost and a, is are they both the same? I mean, like people, you know? Uh, yes, Jeff and I, and then our wives that do the. Um, okay. Ghost Dave. research investigations of Maine, Grimm. Uh, so we do that, and then we help my brother's paranormal group, Afterlife Paranormal. We put on Parafest Maine oh, every year. Okay. Uh, so yep, this year yep, will be yep. the seventh year we've done That's that. That's fun. Who's have... coming? Who's coming? Who's coming this year? <laughs> uh, where, you where are you guys from? <laughs> you sound like you're from down south somewhere. Where are you guys located? I am. Well, I'm, I'm from. from... Wait, wait. Everybody's <laughs> go ahead, Lisa. You go... No, you go first. You go first with the accent. Go ahead. 
Okay, I'm I'm originally from Houston, Texas, but I've lived in uh, the Knoxville, Tennessee area for about 35 years. And okay. David, you know you're from Illinois, right? And oh I'm yeah. Just gonna no. say it like this: I want to have a cup of coffee and and see my dog. Okay, there yeah, you go. Yeah, she wants you know? she wants coffee, <laughs> coffee <laughs> and a dog. That's where I'm originally from. <laughs> so but, she got that okay. she got that Jersey girl going on along with some Pennsylvania influence. Yeah, it's it's a double. But you gotta thing. emphasize coffee. <laughs> coffee, coffee, and right. a dog. All right, there you yeah. go. <laughs> the dog and the yeah. coffee. <laughs> okay, Fabian. Um, when you say it, you have to spell. You have to say it like it's spelled K W O U F E E. No, no, no. It's K A. <laughs> no. Well, as long as it's good coffee. All right. Anyway, that was my accent. That was asking about run right off the rails. Lisa, Lisa, where you where you from, Lisa? Originally, Perth, Amboy, New Jersey, right across from Staten Island. Right across from Staten Island. Yep. Okay. That's it. (laughs) You were asking about who was coming to to Parafest this year. Yeah, who's um, coming? Yeah. The, the yep. biggest name so far is Ronnie LeBlanc. He's not, he's been on Expedition Bigfoot um, on the Discovery okay, Channel. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, we have Katie Elizabeth. She's a Lake Monster field researcher from Vermont. So she's actually nice. she has a, a research vessel out on Lake Champlain looking for a champ. Okay. Uh, we've also yeah, got. Yeah. I like that. That's good. Okay. We've got a new group and this ahead, year anyway. from uh, Arizona. They're called Unearthing the Supernatural, and they're a group of four Native American men uh, who use Native oh. American techniques and things to look for ghosts so that's, or for spirits. That's really cool. Right. Uh, uh-huh. We've got that's John Huntington really coming. Yep. We've got Christopher Brown, who's a psychic medium. He's a local guy. He's, he's helped us quite a few years now. Um, and then Warner Paranormal Explorers, and they're out of Massachusetts. They're also coming. Uh, but in the past, we've had Great. John Staff from, from – uh, uh, where is it from? <laughs> John's <laughs> Atlas from the Hunter Collector. Oh, oh, John's Atlas? Oh, yeah, John's yep. Atlas. Our, friend, oh, our John. good friend, Johnny. Yes. Yeah. John is, yeah. Is yeah. Definitely so he's we been love there. Johnny. Yep. Shout yep. out to Johnny. Yep. The uh, paranormal couple has been there in the past. Julia. <laughs> yeah. Amy Bruni has been there before. Yeah. So. Right. Oh, I mean, right. we're not a huge event. I muted myself. I don't know what I did. <laughs> oh, I thought it was quiet. It's a brand new yeah, phone. It, and I'm... Yeah, it, got, it got really quiet, didn't it? I know. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Amy's cool. Amy's real cool. I met her at, the, at Fort Mifflin in Philadelphia. She's really cool. Oh, yeah. Really down to earth. Great girl. Yep. Um, <laughs> very, yeah, very, so very. We try to have a couple bigger names and then a lot of just local people just mm-hmm. to give them a chance to kind of feel important, I guess. Connect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. well, connect, right? Connect. There right. you go. Connect. Yeah. Give them the experience How's the vendor situation situated this year? Uh, well, last year we had 75 vendors. I think we're up to about 45 so far this year. Uh, we'll have a couple okay. food yeah. trucks <laughs> out front. Yeah. Uh, a couple food trucks out front as well. And then we do talks and lectures, workshops all day long. Um, and then... You know, the vendors' areas uh, inside the huge mill, which is 250,000 square feet. That's also a haunted location. So we do a paranormal <laughs> investigation of the mill oh, on right. Friday night as well. Yeah. Yep. All right. Hey, did you guys, <laughs> you guys bring in, you know, do you bring in, like, the horror actors, too? Do they come? Like, the, no. like the horror people? No? No, I'm not. We have not yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> you should. It, it really they, brings, they it brings up the, the event so much. I know. You should yeah. put, spread the word. Or I'll spread the word. Horror people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, I'm going to say that. Really, I've got, a, have, got right, a Both group. of us, yeah. Because yeah. I think it, it, it's kind of like really cool when you have that going on at the same time. What is beeping? Is it my end? I thought it was your microwave. Uh, I don't hear it. I don't hear anything. Oh, no. Oh, it's got to it be in me. here somewhere. No, it's got to be in here somewhere. David, is it you? What? Are you beeping? <laughs> <laughs> Somehow or other, I keep uh, pausing my thing. I keep muting myself. What the hell, y'all? <laughs> okay, no. He's not okay. <laughs> no. Right. I thought it you were cooking it. something, Lisa. No, it's, it must be something in the room here. I just don't know what it is. I'm in the computer room, so I don't know what's beeping. Okay, so. Yeah. There you so go. Try, 
Travis and Jeff, I actually have family in, that live in Maine. And uh, okay. I'm sure you've heard of Acadia. You know where Acadia is, right? Acadia, the, the national yeah, the park. park up in Maine. Yeah. Park. yeah. Well, my yeah. family was originally from the original Acadia, which was is now Nova Scotia, a Newfoundland area, and yeah. all that. Um, and I have family a lot. Yeah, I know. Are both of us. Lisa and I. Just so you know, Lisa and I are we're cousins. But yes, we are. But we're we're more like family than most of our close right. family. Exactly. But up in Maine, there up in New, up in uh, Acadia, some of our family ended up in Maine, and there's a lot of yep. trade hands in Maine, and actually some of them have ran for political office out of Augusta. Um, oh wow. So. There's senators that are trade hands. There's police that are trade hands. There's probably a few bad ones running around there. But there's a lot of there's a lot of a lot of French Acadian ancestry there, and I have family. Uh, do y'all ever do any investigations in the Vassalboro Winslow area of Maine? That's where that's where yeah, that's where Paris is in Vassalboro. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, oh really? I the big mill in Vassalboro. Oh, cool. Actually, David did tell me that earlier. I just forgot. Yeah, he did tell me that, and I'd forgotten. So, <laughs> yeah, that's clo- pretty close cool. close to Canada, right? You're close to Canada? That's that cool. close to Canada? Very cool. Uh, well, that's relatively speaking. I think it's about five hours from my house to Canada, but Maine's a huge okay. state. Mm-hmm. I know. So yeah. I'm like in the middle yeah. of the state. Depends on where you're at. It's yep. about ten minutes for Jeff to Canada, but. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, three hours. Three Jeff, hours. Thank you very much. Oh, three hours? Yeah. And how about um uh well yeah I was just thinking uh, did you ever go like to Salem and all that jazz because I know you're on the other end but just go get there in the middle you know what I mean like we come up from there and go to Boston how long would it take you to get up to like Boston or Salem? Actually, that's probably only be about six hours. That's yeah yeah five or six hours. I went to Salem last year. That was fun. So you guys okay? Did you do the con? Did you do the con that they have down there? No. Salem. I don't know if there's still. If you if I see it, you guys should sign up and get a table there for locating the loss. I didn't you, um, yeah. yeah didn't Toby go last year? Toby and Tony went to the Salem thing. Yeah, they 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 dressed up like uh, the Ghostbusters and went. <laughs> oh okay. Was it a was it hey, Halloween yeah. though? Halloween or just the con that was? Um, I don't remember. No, the I think con. it was the Salem was con and they year. dressed up. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they want, just they want everyone to know they're Ghostbusters. <laughs> yep. Okay. So you were to go Did it for the hell of it. It was it was a Friday, why not? <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> that works. That's what I mean. You brightened up that room real fast, didn't you? Coming just like Ghostbusters, people taking all the kinds of pictures, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, I think Jeff and I <laughs> and then <laughs> Jeff and I and my and my brother Toby as well, uh we're really big into like helping other teams and and create like a unity in the state of Maine. So we have That's actually cool. are part of a group called Maine Paranormal Alliance, where I know a right. lot of states that have people that like, you know, have little pissing contests with each other, and it's like all drama. But yeah, I feel like yeah, in Maine, that is insane. I know that. Yeah, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> I think we're doing a good job yep. in Maine keeping um, contact with each other, and if we can't make a case, we reach out to another team and ask them to go take care of it. Or, vice versa. Uh, they all are willing to come and help us with Parafest May, and they come and help run rotations during the investigation, so it's a good group That's of people great. we have here. That is really we also put on. It's good to have yeah. that. I think, I think we're getting away from the drama and the, you know, I'm better than you type of thing now these days. Well, I think it's going to improve. Or just because yeah. I don't care anymore. <laughs> Wait a minute. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just, you know, for real, I mean, like, it's just I'm done with the people like that, but still in all, I think it's getting better, and what you're doing is great because it brings people together more. Yeah, this is what we need. Yeah, and we um, we put on different public events too. The last couple of years, we've rented Swan Island in Maine, so we rent the whole island for the uh-huh. Thursday nights, Friday and Saturday night. I think David, you've been out there before, haven't you? Oh yeah, Swan Island is how, amazing. How many times have you been out? Twice, or did you go just once with us? Um, I think a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, but that's that's a good event. Yeah, Last that. year, the uh, the ferry was shut down by the Coast Guard the day before our event. So we had to scramble and find another location. And luckily, the 
our friends at the mill in Vassalboro is willing to take us all in. We had everyone camping out back. We had a fire for them still, so they still got the camping experience, but they got to investigate the mill instead. <laughs> so that was, yeah. they were a godsend that year. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So this is this is a strange little bit of a story there for Lisa and Fabian. Uh-oh. Uh, about the mill. Oh, I love strange stories. Go ahead. Okay, this is, a, this is about the mill, and Travis can back me up on it. The guy who owns the mill, I don't remember. Why did he say he bought that in the first place, Travis? Uh, so Ray grew up in Waterville, and then he moved to that area as a child, and um, he used to ride his bike by the mill in the mill agent's house, which is right across the street. It's a big old right, right. house with pillars in the front. He now has, I think, seven apartments in that house, just to tell you how big that is. Um, and he said something called him to to buy the house. They bought the house, and then the mill came up for sale or auction, and he and was he able to luckily grab that too. Yeah. Oh, wow. And the, strange, the strangest part was there is a picture of an early company softball, baseball team from the mill, and Ray looks exactly like one of the people in that picture. Well, that would it's be because uncanny. he was drawn there because it was family. That's oh, my God. I, I mean, Yeah, you, you, you I think it's from like before he grew his beard. Yep. I can't remember what year that that poster says on it. I think it's like 1853 or something like that. But Did you get a name? Quite a Did few you get a ago. name on it? Or was there a name on it? Or There's just no, the, the photo he hasn't like found that. out who the guy no is. Name. Yeah, no, but, but he looks just like really him. Hard. He does. He looks just like him. I guarantee that's an ancestor of somewhat. And when you went there, that you rec- like recognized. You know, what I mean? <clears throat> recognized the place, and and you knew you had to buy it. You get it? Like I guess it's called cell memory you know, that we leave behind from our ancestors. You know, yeah. like they say there's Psychical memories. memory. Yeah. Yeah. Like you touch, you, you go visit a you go visit a place and you touch the wall and it's like a psychometry kind of thing. Like, oh, I, I this is I want to live here, man. This is right. I can feel it in my bones. This is where yep. I want to be. Yeah. <laughs> so got that whole Hey Dave, I just sent you a picture of the captain that's seen in the mill and at the mill agent's house. This picture was taken uh, in the basement of building two so hopefully dave will pass that on to you too fabian and, and lisa oh, so you oh, can check it out oh yeah definitely oh, yep. oh david's yeah. awesome man happy birthday again david happy birthday david. yeah happy birthday david. yeah yeah right oh happy birthday yeah, yeah i'm you are the old guy now oh what are you 24 50 no 54 unfortunately that's not old right fabian I, yeah that's not old at all man no. Hey, you rocking uh, out with the good, Jeff you rocking out with the cool generation, brother. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll be 49 soon, so I'm catching up to you guys, if you guys can slow down. Okay, there you go. <laughs> well, you you sound like you're like 26 or something. You're doing good. Really? Yeah, you <laughs> should see me. Yeah, you do. Oh, yeah, you really do. Well, you, oh, well, I tried to hide, but we're doing the video podcast now. And I wanted to oh, yeah. uh, speak for the whole team. Maybe sometime we can get y'all on the podcast and, and yeah. we can show your videos. And I noticed I've been watching, I watched a video, I think the, the girl's last name was Hutchins, if my memory serves me correctly. Yeah, was Brandy Hutchins. Yeah, Brandy Hutchins. Brandy, yeah, thank you, Brandy Hutchins. I was kind of running out the door. I'm actually on my way to work. I'm a truck driver, so I'm on my yep. way to the service center. But <laughs> um, yep. I, I got to watch a little bit of it, and it seemed pretty interesting. Can you tell us a little bit about Brandy Hutchins' story? Jeff. Or are you allowed to do that? Oh, yeah, uh, we can. I, just, I yeah. just feel like I've been talking a lot. I don't know if Jeff wants to jump in or not. No, if he doesn't, then uh, that's okay. That's fine. <laughs> He's probably trying to remember <laughs> no, the, the story. No, I, no I'm no trying to remember the details. <laughs> like, well, no, no, is, I mean, if you there, want to there, There's a lot of this, and, and I've, I've got yeah. the memory of a goldfish sometimes. Like, yeah. I can do a lot of research, and I... I into stuff like I'm, I'm pretty good with a lot of stuff, but uh, some of these stories they can start to blend together a little bit. Yes. So, oh, yeah, I get you. On that's that. my problem. So, I have yeah. that problem royally. We, yes. we, we, well, we have ADHD. Well, 
Well, I should. Brandy. Oh, yeah. I'm not Brandy show. was a teenage girl. <laughs> My brain. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Brandy oh, yeah, was sorry. a teenage girl, and her. Brandy was a teenage girl who told her father that she was invited to a party. Um, the father oh, yes. brings okay. her. Her mother had left her when she was younger, so her father was raising her, and that her home life wasn't the best anyway. Uh, but mm-hmm. the father had dropped her off in an abandoned house, and he questioned her when he dropped her off. He says, I don't see anyone here, and she's like, I promise you, Dad, they'll be here soon. So he drops her off. She never came home. Uh, her body's uh, found oh, wow. at that abandoned house. Under the house, uh, two hunters the next day oh. were hunting, and the father didn't even know she was missing at this point because she kind of would go oh. to friends' houses for a few days at a time. Yeah. Um, but yep. a couple of hunters found or saw her shoes sticking out from under the, the house because it was up, like, propped oh, up damn. or something, I guess. And then they, they walked over and realized there was a dead body there. And oh, the weirdest man. thing is the investigator oh. that's in charge of her case bought the, the property, the house and the land, which is really weird. I don't, oh, I don't understand why he wow. did that. What? Yeah, well, I, I think that the, the, the story with that is that he he bought it. I think he bought it before he even had the case, like before. Oh, uh, I got. It might have been before he was he was, like, he was a detective or something. I think I think yeah. I think it was oh more of a coincidental God. thing. Uh, like mm-hmm. it, it sounded, it, yeah. But yeah, there was a lot of weird. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Just all all of it's bad. Oh my They're God! Really so bad for families in that situation. Did they find the killer? No. Uh, no. And, and we, well, there's a that, that's prime a, suspect, I guess, but yeah, and that that's okay. the thing with all these stories is we don't we don't go over ones that like have a, a conviction. You know, that's sort of the point of this. Right, right. Gotcha. Getting vo- right. the voices of exactly. the, the victims right. out there, the, the stories, so that we can get some attention <laughs> to it. So maybe someone will get off their ass and do something for them. Yeah, yeah or somebody that saw something come forward with it. You know what I mean? That's always a, a right too. If they didn't well, know, yeah. they wouldn't know to. Yeah. Y'all have a lot of yeah, courage doing that. Lots of courage uh, doing what I think you're that's, doing. Yeah, I think that's also one of the good parts about locating the lost is that the story stays out in the public's attention. Exactly. And mm-hmm. hopefully maybe whoever actually committed the crime in the first place will. Like, that deep. They'll, they'll get a guilty conscience sooner or later and they'll step forward or you know, hopefully. somebody will recognize them. Not always, but hopefully, or, like yeah, no, did. not always. Yeah, yep. Or I the mean, person that did of, it is now. Out there. Yeah, that's the person that did it is now good. seventy years old, and they don't have to be scared of them anymore, yeah. and they come forward, things like that. Yeah. Yep. And then with DNA, yep. the advances in DNA yeah. is unreal now with that's you know amazing. familial oh, DNA and everything. Yeah, the, oh the, my God. Yeah, How hereditary DNA—that's amazing. Yeah, no, that's yeah. look at how many cases are being solved now. I know, you know it's wicked cool. Did you ever? Did you guys hear about the case in Philly of the boy in the box? Did you ever hear about that? Yep. Yes. Yeah. It was and like what about just, seventy years ago, and they just now found and, the viewer, They just now found the family through DNA, and they just identified yeah. his yep. parents I know who he like was. today. Yep. Yeah, they knew who he was, and they're giving him yeah, a genealogical DNA. He went his whole life getting away with it. Yeah, but the guy well, I mean, yep. it was seventy-year-old case, so I know, I know, uh, but yeah. I'm just saying. Mhm. Yep. Okay, that's so crazy. here's here's a weird question, and I I know you probably won't step into it with locating the lost, but what about old unsolved high profile murders or missing people like uh, or strange cases? No, oh, somebody's calling Fabian. I think. Hold on, wait. Like the Black Dahlia murder. <laughs> yeah, Black Dahlia is an excellent example. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, and and she was yeah. from Maine, yeah, right? That, it, to Maine. Really? Um, I did not know that. I think she did. Yep. Wow. Um, yeah, it, I think more of more of what we try to do is is because those stories have a pile of attention. We actually aim for the ones that have less attention, and sometimes sometimes right. something might be, might something might be a, a bit on the spectacular side, you could say, but. For the most part, it's yes. it's you know we we want to be able to get the the unheard sort of stories out there, yeah. the ones who don't have the attention. You know, something like the Black Dahlia, and and that's something that I think we've discussed in the past is is maybe doing little investigation things on it. But um, as yeah. far as like our exactly. podcast, what what we want what we really want people to see 
mm-hmm. you know, to get attention to those. Um, yeah, one of the coolest like things, and, we, yeah. we did ahead. get a chance to cover, um, have you guys heard of Alyssa Turney from Arizona? She went, wow. she disappeared and now the prime suspect is her father, which her sister, Sarah Turney, she has a podcast called Voices for Justice. And it was like I think in the top 10 so. for the longest That's time until the father, because her sister did the yeah. podcast, the father was finally arrested and he's going to be oh, held shit. accountable for his crime. Even though her sister's never been found, uh, we actually were able to interview yep. her. And to me, as a listener oh, of that good. podcast, it was amazing. And, and it was like meeting a celebrity when we got to talk to her. So that was really cool. That, that's really <laughs> I know. Good. That's awesome. That yeah. is, I'm, seriously, that is really good because you're helping a lot of people, which is awesome. Well, at least you can help get the word out and help get some closure. And sometimes people get caught because you put that out. You know what I'm saying? When you put that out in the, you know, start exposing it to people say, hey, I've seen this person, I've seen that person. You know what I mean? I've seen some guy over there, you know, and sometimes they come forward. Am I right? They can come forward with a case right. of a missing person. Yeah, yep. sometimes they do. Sometimes it, it yeah, just if you turns got a out location, to be yeah. they just talking in prison or talking in jail. Hey, guess what I did? You know, they like, they ain't got nothing to lose. And then they right. start exactly. ratting themselves out. Sometimes that happens too. Yeah, yeah. yeah or somebody was that, Smith Street and some street, and they saw a, that girl that's in the missing person's picture getting born into a car. You know what I mean? Or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So something, yeah. anything like that, or guys. So there's way too many oh, unsolved missing people. We've okay, done a couple one-offs, too, too with um, – we've done a couple one-offs where we got to meet Neil Mant. I don't know if you guys have ever oh, heard yeah. of him, but he's a, he's a producer. Uh, he's done, like um, – yes. Expedition not Unknown heard. and stuff with Josh Gates. He's he's yep. head oh, producer. Um, but he created an app really called cool. the Crime Door app, which is a 3D app where you walk into a door and you become part of the crime scene. Have you guys seen yeah. that? Yeah. Like, oh, no, no, I have no, not. Okay, I have. I have it's really, it's no, really like cool. That. It's amazing. We had a great conversation with him. Uh, you guys should definitely check that out. Uh, mm-hmm. But he's talking about, you know, that's the future of podcasting. You know, how cool it would be to interview someone and then take them, the the viewer can actually go into the crime scene yes. and look around and things. So it was Is that like pretty Oculus eye-opening. VR? Yeah. Did they, did they, does it use Oculus VR? Can you like do no, like it, virtual it, it, works, it works right on your phone, it's, actually, yeah. It's on your phone, oh. yeah. You'd, oh, so it's like crime a Google Maps they, zoom in kind of thing, right? Oh, different. It's 3D, right? No, it's, well, it's, 3D, so it's, it's sort of it's, it's, virtual it's, reality. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's augmented yeah, reality. I mean, so yeah. it's, it's actually you. Augmented, you if you move your phone around, it will it will work as a yes. camera in the 3D space. You oh, know, so as you turn yeah, your phone, yeah, 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 you can yeah, look yeah, around yeah, and yeah. so it's it's really good in like uh-huh. an open room uh, because you can mm-hmm. walk around with your phone and the 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 sensors in your phone will know if you're moving forward or backwards so you can okay. turn the phone as as a camera and look at different oh, aspects like inside of the the crime scene. No, it's it's really cool. Oh, that's fun. Oh, I'd be falling down my basement stairs trying to use that. <laughs> I was, if I was standing inside somebody else's house, you can go into the uh, John Bonet Ramsey case. You can walk oh, into wow. John Bonet Ramsey's house and look around, and you can wow. find her in the wine cellar in the basement. You can go to oh, um, O.J. Simpson's wife there when she was oh, murdered. Oh. Her and and right. Goldman there. You can go to that crime scene, and that's mm-hmm. crazy. Like the bodies are still there, and I mean, it's wow. augmented reality, so it's not like you're looking at yeah. a body, but it's cool to imagine yeah. that, that space. I got you. Yeah. Do you know the yep. interesting thing about the John Benet Ramsey house is that uh, they can't sell it. They cannot sell it. They've tried to sell it for years. They've changed the name of the yeah. street and everything, trying to sell that house, and it's still not been sold. Mm. Well, I'd buy well, at least at the time, I saw the article it. that I saw. Yeah. Well, yeah, probably. I think they even lowered the price, but for some Jeez, reason, we should they all can't chip in and buy it together. It. Well, well yeah, that's that's run yeah. Out of there. yeah, but that's way out on right the other on. side of the country. <laughs> Where the hell is it? Yeah. Where is it? California, right? It's even far from it? me. Yeah, somewhere in California, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Well, yep. 
As well, a, geez. Uh, so you guys, you're, you're with shit. Uh, the right. Grim, your Grim ghost hunting group. Uh, y'all, ha- y'all also do paranormal investigations, Grim, right? And um, yes. I wanted to know what is the most intense case y'all ever had that y'all ever had to go through. The, the most intense paranormal investigation that y'all ever ex- encountered, so to speak. Uh, Jeff, do you have anything that comes to mind that? Well, in ten, well, the the last the last few years, um, we've been doing. We haven't done a whole lot as the, grim as the team itself. Um, I think the only thing okay. that, that we've done within the last year has been uh, we went to a a small church that someone uh, I think that they it used to be a church um, that someone had bought the property for and stuff. And, and you know we um, we did an investigation in that, but there, there wasn't really too much going on there. Um, what we've been doing the last few years is you know we'll we'll do a few like public events like our Parafest. Or the Swan Island thing, or you know, might go around to help other uh, other people. So, yeah. I mean, we still operate as Grim, um, but as far as like yeah. individual like houses and cases, we have really haven't done a whole lot in, in, in quite a while uh, individually. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. Would how you like often? To get out some how plugs? often do you guys get up to um, Fort Knox? Uh, I usually go help them <laughs> once or twice a summer. This last year, I didn't go up at all, though. That is a really yeah, cool place. I, I, our group, our group, our group, Puffs uh, of Pennsylvania Underground Paranormal Society doesn't. Uh, we don't do homes. We do like historic locations and try to speak to the spirits at the locations. You know what I mean? And usually mm-hmm. do- document it historically with what we get, right. which is kind of really cool. Like we do like historic research on top of um, the evidence that we get to see if it coincides properly. We got we're pretty good so far. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Our group in Tennessee does southwest Virginia, Tennessee, western North Carolina, and we do local, wow. we do local private, yeah. and public investigations. Um, some are historic. Some are just people wanting answers, and um, mm-hmm. uh, that's what I'm speaking of those plugs. I was thinking, uh, could, do you all want to get out some plugs um, on your group and on your mission? Yeah, take this time now for, you know, plug both groups, yeah. whatever yeah. you want right now. Yep, so Locate and Lost, can be, we can be found on YouTube uh, as well as Facebook, a very active page there where there's lots of discussion going on. Uh, and then basically any podcast platform, including Spotify, iTunes, all that, were available there. Uh, Parafest Maine, that's strictly based in Facebook land, but we... Uh, do different events throughout the year that you can join us and get you spook on, I guess. <laughs> I like that. I say keep all, it spooky. Now want to steal that. All you, all you, all you horror guys, why don't you go to Parafest in Maine? There you go. I'm putting it out for the horror people. Just travel up there and go to Parafest in Maine. There. Well, uh, it's, it's a good Parafest time. Maine. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a truck drive. You guys just jump in with him. Yeah, well, yeah. I went up that far. I run, I run regional now, but I've ran all 48, yeah. and I tell you what, wow. the, the, the story about Maine, there is this haunted stretch of road in Maine, and it's yeah, called the, about it. Uh, it, it, yeah, there's, is it, inter, is it Maine State Highway 2 that supposedly killed a lot of truck drivers, you know, this ribbon of ice, they used to call it back in the 50s and 60s, and uh, yeah, it's, I, a, it's, it's a, there's a song by Dick Burless that was written about the road in Maine. Route 2? Is it? Route two, yeah, Route two in Maine. Yeah. Uh, yeah route two goes down down pretty much one side to the other. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's no up there in northern Maine. <laughs> it's northern Maine, and yeah, I I was often wishing I could run that road just to see if I could sense anything on it. <laughs> but no, I'm down here <laughs> yep. in the southeast now, and I tell you what, someday I am wanting to get up to where my ancestors were 400 <laughs> years ago. In Acadia and check it out. I think it's really cool. Well, Beautiful right. state. Come up October twenty first. I wish I could. <laughs> <laughs> but David, oh, that's going to be pushing it to you, Lisa. David, represent, represent oh, us. Not, well, yeah, yeah Lisa's got an event down at Selma Mansion yeah, on the twenty eighth. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to put together yeah. a horror a horror night at Selma. So, yeah. Let's go. Okay, here's here's an Selma Mansion. This one's completely off any of the topics we've covered, but 
What is your opinion on the cryptids here in Maine, Travis? Oh, good question. Well, uh, since and my brother... Here's the reason... Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, so, the reason I, I was know. asking... <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's delay going on here. No, I'll be quiet. Go ahead. <laughs> the reason you're asking was what? I saw a podcast the other night from Dave Schrader, <laughs> and he was talking about one of the cryptids up here, and it's got the weirdest name. Of course, he came up with the weirdest voice for it on his own. But apparently the, the cryptid is called a Snallygaster. Oh, yeah, Dave. <laughs> I've never heard of that. No, never heard of that. No, actually, I looked up the name after. I looked up the name afterwards, and it does actually exist up here in the Northeast as a cryptid. Okay, that's cool. What is it supposed to be? Um, well, to describe the picture, it looks like a land-based Loch Ness monster with wings. Uh, like a dragon? And no, not really. Sounds like a dragon. Like it's a Jersey Devil, but kind of no, 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 no. Kind of short-bodied. It's got wings. It's got the long neck like uh, like Champ or the Loch Ness monster would. But the front claws, front paws, fins, whatever, look like mole's feet. Look, sounds like a fucking dinosaur. <laughs> 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 so sometimes people, drinking red people, right? people yeah, make fun of me because yeah. I'm a. I think sometimes people make fun You're of me because I believe in Bigfoot. Like I, I, I do actually been out in the woods I do. searching for a Sasquatch yeah. and everything, and I believe wholeheartedly that there's some out there, right? Uh, and then about too. a week and a half ago, yeah. my brother was driving down 95 near Yarmouth, across from Dave, if you know where the Muddy Rudder is. There's a bog over there, and he claims to have seen okay, yeah. what, he, what he thought was a – first was a man walking across that – bog but then realized how much bigger he was than a regular man and he was bouncing like he's on the moon like if you can imagine like an astronaut running that's what he was doing in this bog yeah. according to my brother toby so that's great what in the world no bear, well, he's not one to really make up he's never really made up any stories no. to me so i believe him wholeheartedly and i actually oh, got yeah. off the exit the next day and, and kind of looked that, around right? but i didn't see nothing there it is right next to the uh, town transfer station though and everything it's in behind there yep well, there's got to be things out there that we don't know. Like, Bigfoot's smart enough to stay the hell away from us. That's number one. All right? And you know what I mean? And the other things, like the, the Legend of yeah. Jersey Devil, all that stuff has a has a background on it. So there's some truth, you know right. that, in all of it. But Bigfoot's too, yeah. it's too common to be seen. Like, in Washington State, you know what I mean? That's a big, Oops. yeah, Bigfoot state. So, there you go. This is like, our two-minute warning. Oh, she's coming. Hold Uh-oh. on. Okay. All right, well. <laughs> but, um, that don't matter. We'll let it run out. I mean, I'll put a last okay, second so before we say goodbye. Thank you so much. Thank you yes, so thank much you for coming on the for show. Coming on and, uh, thanks for having us on. Yeah, it was fun. Oh, God, yeah. Two seconds. There you go. Yeah, we're going to uh, – you can come back on anytime you want, and hopefully we can have you on the po- the podcast too, you know? So for everybody listening, oh, yeah, absolutely. check out Locating the Lost on YouTube. You know. And check out their Facebook page as well. Hook up with Ghost Researchers in Maine, Grim Paranormal, mm-hmm. on Facebook. Definitely check out the Parafest Maine Facebook page. Everything there is going to give you a lot of information and help you out as much as possible. It's always a good time. And I'll plug, yes, and I'll plug you, you guys on the Haunted Asylum, too. It's got 17,000 yeah, members. So maybe we can put awesome. the site. No, we appreciate that, guys. Absolutely. Thank you. In the comment section on the links on all the sites, too. That's good so they can find you. All right? We will all right. All right, all right guys. We're going to say good night now. Thanks, Travis and Jeff. Right. Have, yeah, a have a good night. night. Have a good Everybody? Yeah. Yeah. Have Y'all have a good night. Good, night, good birthday, week. Happy yeah. birthday, David. Happy birthday, David. Happy birthday. All right. Take care, everyone. Thanks again. Take care, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye. Good night. Bye-bye. Thank you.
you for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm from Paranormal. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.